It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Billy Rossetti back with you guys here on a Wednesday. Hope you guys are having yourselves a good week. We are rolling along here kind of continuing i guess we've kind of made this uh fantasy football week uh in in a bit of a sense because we're touching on some of the different fantasy rankings right now or at least the different websites and just looking to see how the panthers are stacked up there and how these different websites are viewing the panthers players to kind of give you an idea maybe get you guys uh to start preparing for your fantasy draft hopefully we have some fantasy drafts and we have a season to compete in those uh, fantasy seasons but we're talking ESPN today remember earlier this week we looked at Yahoo Sports this time around we're going to look at ESPN where they have uh, six six fantasy analysts taking part in their fantasy rankings and we'll start with the quarterback position we'll start with uh, Teddy Bridgewater who came in at number 25 in the Yahoo rankings, at least when we touched on them on Monday, comes in at the same spot on ESPN, number 25 overall. But at least ESPN in the consensus rankings does have him ahead of, and and not to knock Sam Darnold, but um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would argue, at least from a fantasy perspective and probably from a real-life perspective, that Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. Uh, but the Yahoo Fantasy Rankings does have Sam Darnold higher than Teddy Bridgewater, but ESPN, Bridgewater is ahead of Darnold. Bridgewater's at 25. Uh, Sam Darnold is at number 26. And looking at some of the individual rankings, Field Yates right now ranks him the highest among the six analysts. He put him at number 22 on his list, while... Mike Clay has him the lowest, coming in at number 26. The uh, the fantasy projection, or at least the, I guess the synopsis, we'll say, uh, on Bridgewater from ESPN reads as follows. Bridgewater will replace Cam Newton as Carolina's starter following a pair of seasons as Drew Brees' backup. Bridgewater has barely seen the field since 2015, but was forced into extended action in six games last season. He showed fairly well, tossing nine touchdowns to just two interceptions while completing 68% of his passes, which was sixth best. Bridgewater was very conservative, though, as his 6.1 average depth of target was easily lowest in the league, but he still managed the 11th most fantasy points during that span. Bridgewater will work with innovative rookie head coach Matt Rule 
and has a decent group of weapons led by DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and Christian McCaffrey. Bridgewater's conservative game and minimal rushing contributions, however, as he had just 31 rushing yards last season, limit him to fringe QB2 territory. And again, as we touched on Monday, we talked about how Bridgewater could be an intriguing streaming option, especially in Week 1 against the Raiders. So, you know, certainly keep that in mind when you're uh, when you're building your roster. And, of course, you know, depending on the scoring system, especially if it's like a, a Q, uh, two-quarterback two uh, league. So that's the... That's where Bridgewater stands at the quarterback position. Um, interestingly enough, though, they differ at the top. Remember, we talked Yahoo, so you know we'll touch on some of the other players too, since you know we are branching a little bit on fantasy. But Yahoo, remember, had Patrick Mahomes as their number one quarterback. ESPN has Lamar Jackson. Now, again, obviously, you can't go wrong with either. But it just kind of shows the differing opinions. ESPN has Lamar Jackson as their number one quarterback. As five of their six analysts here on this list have Lamar as their number one quarterback. Only Eric Carabell put him at number two. Obviously putting Mahomes number one. And obviously all the other analysts put Mahomes at number two. So there's the clear consensus there. Kyler Murray, however, comes in at number three. Obviously there's a lot of upside for Kyler Murray uh, especially now with DeAndre Hopkins in the mix. Dak Prescott is their number four quarterback. Deshaun Watson at five. Russell Wilson at six. And those that's pretty much the consensus top six among the quarterbacks. Then they have Josh Allen at number seven. Remember, he has all those rushing yards. Matt Ryan at eight. Tom Brady, nine. Drew Brees at ten. Carson Wentz at 11. And Aaron Rodgers at number 12. So that's at least their top 12. As we look at the running back, and we're going to keep this uh, PPR since that's kind of more of a more of a standard league, I think. Um, remember when we talked about Yahoo? There was five analysts, and four of them had Christian McCaffrey at number one among running backs. Well, no debate here. It was it's a unanimous decision among the six ESPN analysts. Again, we're, you know, we're talking Matthew Berry, Eric Carabell, Field Yates, Tristan Cockroft, Mike Clay, and Mr. Dopp himself. Um, all, all six of them uh, went with Christian McCaffrey as their number one running back. So a clear consensus there. Interestingly enough, though, there were two analysts, Yates and Dopp, that did not have Saquon Barkley as their number two. The other four did. Uh, but Barkley... Um, as as for Yates was actually number four, and for Dopp was number three. Both of them actually ranked Dalvin Cook as their number two running back. But the consensus does put Saquon at number two among running backs. Dalvin Cook at number three. Zeke Elliott at four. Alvin Kamara at five. Derrick Henry at six. Austin Eckler at seven. Aaron Jones at eight. Nick Chubb, nine. Joe Mixon, ten. Josh Jacobs at 11. And Kenyon Drake at number 12 so that's the tops there among the running backs is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we touch on some of the other positions, of course, a quick shout out to our friends over at BuiltBar.com, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. I myself am a fan. Again, I've talked about how I how I more eat it just as a snack, just because that's how good it is. It's a really good snack. Uh, again, very healthy. They're low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein. You know, for example, the peanut butter brownie bar. 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams of net carbs. And remember, this is a protein bar that is made with 100% chocolate, and they are soft and easy to chew. So great tasting protein bar and again don't just take my word for it or even kyle Krabs' word for it if you've seen his twitter you know how big of a fan he is so if you want to become a fan like us go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked on and you can get ten dollars off your first order again that's builtbar.com promo code locked on it gets you ten dollars off your first order so as we continue on here, we're looking now at the wide receiver position, again, among uh, PPR. We're, we're going to focus on PPR a little bit here. And DJ Moore comes in now as a top 10 wide receiver on ESPN's fantasy rankings. On Yahoo, he was a little outside the top 12. I think it was 13, if I remember correctly. But the consensus rank on uh, ESPN right now has him at number nine as three of the uh, actually four of the six analysts have him as a top 10 wide receiver dop actually has him number eight overall clay and cockcroft both have him at number nine carabelle has him at number 10 barry and yates have him at number 12. uh let's see what they what they say about dj moore he they write the fir- first wide receiver selected in the 2018 draft more flashed with a 55-788 two receiving line as a rookie before enjoying a full-on breakout in 2019. Moore finished as a top 10 wide receiver in routes, targets, receptions, and receiving yards. Moore's efficiency has been outstanding as he has dropped just three of 215 career targets while dominating the ball, dominating with the ball in his hands. 5.7 run after the catch. The one drawback has been a lack of scoring as he has just six career touchdowns, which has limited his ceiling. He managed only two weekly finishes better than 13 and was Fantasy's number 16 wide receiver in 2019. Moore will have a new quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, and new coach, Matt Rule, this season, but the 23-year-old's heavy usage is unlikely to change, though perhaps he'll see more goal line work. He's a fringe wide receiver one. So, yeah, obviously a lot of love for DJ Moore. And again, there's no reason not to love him. You know, we, we've touched, we've obviously touched a number of times on just kind of the upside he has. So you can't really, you can't argue it. You know, so you're probably going to get him maybe third round if, if he slips out of the second. So get him while you can. Uh, the rest of the the other two wide receivers, again, as we talked on Yahoo, they were pretty 
pretty low on their list, and sure enough, so is um, so so they are as well on ESPN. Curtis Samuel is here coming in at number uh, fifty-four overall on their wide receiver list, as they say about Samuel. Samuel's career advanced another step last season as the 2017 second-round pick appeared in 16 games for the first time in his career and posted career highs, career high totals in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. His efficiency wasn't good, 51% catch rate and just 5.9 yards per target, although some of that can be blamed on a 28% off-target rate, which was 8th highest in the NFL. Samuel did finish as 2019's number 26 fantasy wide receiver, thanks in part to his also being a factor as a rusher, as he had 19 carries, 130 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. He is sure to sustain a significant role in Matt Rule's new-look offense, but Carolina's signing of Robbie Anderson is sure to cost Samuel targets. As such, he's only a flex option in deeper leagues. So again, kind of goes along with what Yahoo was saying um, you know, 54, again, you're talking, that's wide receiver 5 territory. Uh, so, if you're, unless you're in, you're in like a deeper league that starts maybe like 3 wide receivers, then you're probably, probably not touching him too much. Um, but he could be, he could be a very solid backup option. Or uh, in some of those weeks where, you know, you might have multiple teams on a bye week. As far as Robbie Anderson is concerned, he actually comes in a little bit higher than Curtis Samuel, just cracking the top 50 like he did on Yahoo, as ESPN writes. Following four seasons with the Jets, Anderson signed with Carolina during the offseason. Anderson went undrafted in 2016, but went on to appear in 62 of 64 career games with New York, hauling in 206 passes for 3,034 yards and 20 touchdowns. Anderson was limited to one strong fantasy campaign, where he was 18th in 2017 and finished 39th and 40th in the past two seasons. In Anderson's defense, a position high, 33% of balls thrown his direction were off-target last season. In Carolina, the 26-year-old vertical threat will work will work alongside DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel in Matt Rule's new-look offense led by quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Consistency is unlikely, with Christian McCaffrey as the focal point of the Panthers' offense, so Anderson is safest as a borderline flex play in deeper leagues. And just real quick, um, I forgot to, you know, not that we really need to know what these sites are saying about Christian McCaffrey. We know what uh, we know when McCaffrey brings to the table, but just for funsies, let's look at the projection or like the the note, I guess we'll say, on Christian McCaffrey, what, what they say about him. And it says as follows. McCaffrey returns as the feature back in Carolina after a dominant 2019 campaign when he outscored the next closest running back by 156 fantasy points. Seriously. McCaffrey was on the field for an astronomical 93% of the offensive snaps, which was just above his 92% mark in 2018. He set a career high with an 80% carry share, 17.9 per game, and has now handled 23% of the targets, 8.8 .8 per game, 
in three consecutive seasons. McCaffrey paced the position in snaps, touches, yards, touchdowns, targets, receptions, and carries inside the five. It's possible McCaffrey will play a bit less in new coach Matt Rule's offense, but the 24-year-old can afford a reduced role and still dominate the position in fantasy. He should be the first player off the board in your draft. So, yep, not just number one running back, but their number one overall player. Real quick, before we get into kind of the rest of the positions, the tight ends and the other stuff, I want to remind you guys uh, the, you know, the, what, Locked On pod, what the Locked On Network here is doing uh, in terms of um, you know racism and social injustice. We, of course, stand against racism and social injustice, and that's why the, all of us hosts have been making donations to local and national organizations uh, that are fighting for a change. And throughout the month of June, so we still have a little bit over a week left, but for the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. So to make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash Black Lives Matter. Again, that's LockedOnPodcasts.com slash Black Lives Matter. So jumping back into the fray here, looking at the uh, the tight end position. Remember when we talked on Yahoo, Ian Thomas was pretty low on the list, I think at number 22. He's even a little bit lower on uh, ESPN's rankings coming in at number 20. By the, by the way, I'll just jump back real quick there. Uh, their top wide receivers, because we talked about, I skimmed through the top 12 quarterbacks and running backs. Their top 12 wide receivers, of course, are Michael Thomas, a unanimous number one. DeAndre Hopkins comes in at number two. Devontae Adams at 3, Julio Jones 4, Tyreek Hill at 5, Chris Godwin at 6, Kenny Galladay at 7, Mike Evans at 8, DJ Moore 9, Amari Cooper 10, Adam Thielen 11, and Allen Robinson at number 12. And so as we go to the tight end position, like I said, Ian Thomas a little bit lower on this list than that of Yahoo. He comes in at number 24 on their tight end list. Was ranked a top twenty wide or top twenty tight end though by Matthew Barry, but overall he comes in at number twenty-four. As ESPN writes, Thomas heads into his third NFL season atop the Panthers' depth chart following the off-season departure of Greg Olson. Thomas's usage has thus far been all over the map as he's played at least thirty-six snaps in fourteen games, but no more than thirteen in the other eighteen games. He flashed in an expanded role during the final five weeks of 2018 when he had 25 catches, 246 yards, and two touchdowns, but wasn't nearly as productive in the same situation last season. 15 catches, buck 32, and a touchdown. Thomas finished dead last among qualified tight ends in catch rate, 53%. Uh, yards per target, which is 4.5, and drop rate, 10%. Though a position high, 27% of balls thrown his way were off target. Hey, that's that's been a common theme when talking about these receivers for the Panthers. Off target throws. It's almost like they had poor quarterback play last season. The 24-year-old is a candidate for a third-year leap, but he may be as low as fifth in line for targets in Matt Rule's offense. Consider him a fringe 
tight end two. Like like we talked about before, just the the inconsistency that he's shown over the last two seasons obviously make him you know kind of tough in standard leagues. But I'll tell you what, the Scott Fishbowl that I'll be starting drafting in about a month, he might not be a bad option as as a deeper pick in in some of the later rounds because with the tight ends, it is a full point PPR for tight ends. Full point PPR and full point per first down, whereas it's only half a point for each for the other position. So the tight ends get a little bit of a boost. And so for a player like Ian Thomas, who's going to have a you know the lead role for the whole season now, there is that little bit of upside. And in the league like the Scott Fishbowl, where we're rostering 22 players, no kickers, no defense, and so we can, we can roll with you know a number of tight ends... Ian Thomas might not be the worst option in the world, so he's probably going to be cons- someone I consider uh, in the later rounds. Um, I, I am sitting with the seventh pick overall, so someone like Michael Thomas could be an option. Um, maybe, maybe I'll get lucky and DJ Moore will be there in the second, unless I just grab happen to grab DJ Moore in the first. But that would be if like. Uh, but a couple of receivers go off the board. So I probably won't take him in the first, but he might be there in the second for me. So we'll have to keep an eye out on there. Um, but we, as we shift gears to, uh, well, first, real quick, the top 12 tight ends on ESPN. Travis Kelsey, of course, unanimous number one. George Kittle, actually, <laughs> unanimous number two. All six analysts put Travis Kelsey number one and George Kittle at number two. And five of the six, everyone but Eric Carabell put Zach Ertz as their number three tight end, whereas Eric Carabell put Mark Andrews as his number three, and overall Andrews came in at number four. Darren Waller comes in at number five, Evan Ingram at six, Tyler Higby at seven, Hunter Henry at eight, Austin Hooper, who of course is now with the Browns, is at nine, Rob Gronkowski comes in at number ten, Noah Fant at eleven, and Jared Cook at number 12. Among the kickers, like we talked on Monday, that kind of battle Carolina might have, but Joey Sly has been getting the edge uh, in these fantasy rankings, and he does come in at number 16 overall on their kicker rankings. Their top, uh, they don't have any projection on him, but they do rank him at number 16. Their top, top 12 kickers... Justin Tucker, again, another unanimous top selection. Harrison Butker, two. Will Lutz, three. Matt Prater, four. Greg Zerline at five. Matt Gay at six. Robbie Gold at seven. Chris Boswell at eight. Zane Gonzalez, nine. Jake Elliott, ten. Kaimi Fairbairn at 11. And Young Ho Koo of the Falcons at 12. And finally, the defenses. Let's see how low... Carolina Panthers defense is not even on the board. Interesting, funnily enough, because they only they actually only went to tw- uh, the top twenty defenses, and those were in order: Steelers one, Niners two, Bills three. In fact, all three of those teams got at least one top vote. Uh, Barry, Carabell, and Clay all put the Steelers at number one. Yates and Cockcroft ranked. The 49ers defense and special teams at number two. And Dop has the Bills 
at number one. But those are the top three. Then it's the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bears, the Colts, the Saints, the Broncos, Vikings, Chargers, Jets, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Rams, Titans, Seahawks, Texans, and Bengals rounding out the top 20. So the Panthers defense isn't even on the list, which isn't a surprise. We know it's going to be a rebuilding group. Like we talked about with the Yahoo rankings, they came in at number, what, 28, I think, out of the 29 that they ranked. And the only team that they were ahead of were the Las Vegas Raiders. So no surprise if they're only going top 20. The Panthers aren't on there. But that's at least where ESPN kind of views the Panthers' fantasy options. We'll continue to look at this. I think Friday we'll take a look at the folks over at CBS. You know, some great, great folks there. Um, got to meet a couple of them uh, earlier this year during some of my travels. Met Dave Richard at the Senior Bowl and met Jamie Eisenberg at the Combine. So it was great to meet them. And then... Uh, Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, they're, they're all just great people. So excited to check out CBS, what they think of the Panthers. And like I said, we'll touch on that on Friday. So with that happy thought in mind, I uh, want to remind you guys, of course, to check out our, our other top network shows here on the NFL channel. Locked On NFL, Locked On NFL Draft, Locked On Fantasy Football, Draft Dudes. Again, all, all the top kind of network-wide and league-wide shows and obviously all do a great job so go show them your support and thanks as always for showing me support every day by tuning into the podcast i really do appreciate it uh follow me on twitter of course at bill underscore Rossetti. and i uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your wednesday and thursday and we will see you here on friday to wrap up the week for more lop fun until then take care my friends we'll see you soon If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.